I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. in a fifth generational conflict. A commentator, international social media sensation, and former Navy intelligence veteran. This is Human Events with your host, Jack Posobiec. Deliver us from mass evil. Mass shooting and mass casualty event in Maine. Maine officials say it was just before 7 p.m. local time when the gunmen first opened fire. The shootings occurring at two locations. Lewiston police releasing this photo of 40-year-old Robert Carr describing him as a person of interest. With a new speaker in charge, Conservative Republican Mike Johnson was elected yesterday, ending a three-week struggle to replace Kevin McCarthy. Congressman Jamal Bowman turning himself in moments ago. The lawmaker from New York is expected to plead guilty after being charged with falsely pulling the fire alarm at a congressional office building. The judge in Donald Trump's civil fraud trial in New York is fining the former president $5,000 for violating his order not to threaten anyone tied to the case. And the judge warned future offenses could land Trump in jail. Russia says these missile launches are part of a successful rehearsal for a massive retaliatory nuclear strike. That's how Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu characterized it to President Vladimir Putin in footage aired on Russian state TV. Where are we in the world when 1,300 Israeli civilians... I think these kids at the colleges have for brains. We have one reliable ally in the Middle East, that's Israel. We only have... Uh, one democracy in the Middle East, that's Israel. Tense moments playing out at Cooper Union during a pro-Palestinian rally yesterday. A group of Jewish students say they were locked inside the library after students involved in the demonstrations ran into the building chanting free Palestine while banging on the doors and windows. Under the Trump administration, we will revoke the student visas of radical anti-American and anti-Semitic foreigners at our colleges and universities. and. We will send them straight back home. They go back home. Enjoy your life. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily with Jack Posobiec, live from Washington, D.C. Today is October 26, Anno Domini. As the leftist reaction to Israel has become ever more openly unhinged, bloodthirsty, in some cases genocidal, a welcome response is beginning to emerge among figures associated with the so-called intellectual dark web. That response is typified by a quote from the journalist Barry Weiss, who's by the way also the person who coined the term IDW. Barry Weiss said, as a Democrat who has been left homeless, who is now increasingly in the center, but probably leaning increasingly right, I am left again with the appreciation, despite the messenger, of the message of the Trump administration. Because what those guys did was pretty incredible in hindsight. Weiss continued, so much of the work that happened in that administration turns out to have been right. Work on the border wall. We didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. Turns out it was right. Issuing long-term debt to refinance when interest rates were at zero. We didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. A structural peace in the Middle East. We didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. And finally, she asked, 
When are we going to stop shooting ourselves in the foot? And when are we going to see and take the time to look past who is saying these things and actually listen to them word for word? First of all, I'd love to congratulate Weiss. Realizing that you have a problem is the first step to recovery, but it's not the only step. There's another more important one, which is to actually endorse what you should have been supporting all along. And it's simple. Folks, this primary is over. So if you want to actually solve any of these problems, it's time to endorse Donald Trump himself. Say you're going to vote for him. Because guess what? He's the only viable candidate who has the message that you seem to newly appreciate so much. Unless Barry Weiss and those like her are willing to take that step, then I fear that their lamentations are as meaningful as those of addicts coming down off their last high and yet who are still utterly immune to the temptations of rehab. Put seriously, if you want us to take you seriously, IDW, and, and I want to, I do, it's time to get off the fence. Just say the words, Trump 2024, for all of our sake. And think about it. It's not just Barry Weiss, her fellows, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, Bill Maher, to name a few. We've seen them. They accuse us of hiding the ball. Well, let me reassure you on one point. Unlike the woke who are fond of subjecting every potential ally to humiliation for any ideological indiscretion, no matter how far in the past, those of us who have supported Trump from the beginning are far more forgiving. Contrary to what they might have heard about us being a simple-minded cult, who won't accept them into our ranks unless you sleep with the full 2016-2020 platforms under your pillows, your my pillows. There's actually quite a lot of healthy disagreement in the debate. But first, all you have to say is that the modern-day progressive left is an existential threat. And secondly, you have to publicly say, I will vote for Donald Trump for president. It's as simple as that, guys. Can you join us? Can you get off the fence? I think you can. Mike Lindell joins us next here. Human Events Daily. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the best ways that you can support us here at Human Events and the work that we do is subscribing to us on our Rumble channel. Make sure you're subscribed. You hit the notifications so you'll never miss a clip. You'll never miss a new live episode. And we're putting them out every single day of the week. Good, I rolled with bloods, and then boys had a saying. You can't be listening to all that slappy whack, trimatazalitzabam ship, nippy bam bam, like human events with Jack Posobiec. All right, Jack Posobiec back here, Human Events Daily. I want to tell you a little bit about Allegiance Gold very quickly because, folks, we know that we're on the brink of an economic meltdown. It's threatening your savings, your retirement. Inflation has surged to a 40-year high. That's why, very quickly, I want to tell you about Allegiance Gold. You can try to budget carefully for each trip to the grocery store, but we know it feels like a soul-crunching, wallet-pinching experience. Gasoline prices have doubled since 2020, and your monthly bills are escalating. Inflation is an evil, silent force. It eats away at purchasing power and ultimately your ability to save for retirement. Don't let it happen to you. Protect your retirement with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Alex, Mark, the whole team there will take the time to help you understand your options and make the best decision for your future. Whether your goal is to own physical gold or protect your IRA or 401k, the professionals at Allegiance Gold are ready to help. 
They've earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and have built relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. So you go to protectwithposo.com today or call 844-577-POSO. You get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase. Do not wait. Protect your future now with Allegiance Gold. Again, that's protectwithposo.com or call 844-577-POSO. Very excited to bring now, I believe for the first time live on the show, Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow. Mike, how are you? How are things? We're just talking about Biden inflation. Everybody's seeing this out there. Can you tell us, is that hitting the company? Is that hitting MyPillow? I know we're going into Q4 here very soon. Uh, what are you seeing in terms of data for the business? Oh, every, everything's hitting MyPillow. <laughs> you got well, <laughs> yes, we know about that too. <laughs> They're attacking my employees. Uh, we're being defunded, debanked, our merchant server. They've They've come after my pillow so many ways because they want me silenced about fixing our election platforms or securing them. And uh, but at my pillow, we uh, uh, we're getting through. Um, it's been for the last four or five months. I mean, uh, it's been they've turned up the heat on us, and uh, um, they want to make it my my home employees that work from home. Uh, they want them. They've uh, they've the IRS went after them, saying we don't want you working on commission from home. And uh, then they've attacked uh, American Express. Is de um, they debanked us uh, just out of the blue, and I, it's an all-out attack. I believe it's really planned. I believe it's uh, whatever they can do to destroy my pillow. And uh, but you know what? Everyone's responded with uh, with sales. Everybody buying our great products, even with this economy. One of the things, Jack, we got a little bit of advantage. The products we sell at my pillow actually are needed products you know when you talk about pillows that help you get great sleep and and you uh, beds and uh, uh things like this that uh that are needs it's not you know necessarily something you would want or just uh, uh that you wouldn't need so we've, we've had that advantage because we've made it through you know many many different things you know from the china virus back then and uh to um other attacks remember in january of 21 everybody we were attacked uh Oh, we were debunked, our box stores all left us um, um, in uh, the shopping channels. And and uh, we were just talking about this earlier today. Everyone's got to realize when my pillow was, uh, was when all the box stores left, we were their number one selling product in history. Every box store from Walmart to Costco to Kohl's to Bed Bath & Beyond to QVC to HSN. We were their number one, they call it a buy through in history. So it's not like they were canceling because the pillow wasn't selling. We've sold over 80 million my pillows since it was invented. I since I invented it in 2004, 20 years ago this summer. So it's um, uh, but you know it's a it's a shame that you know the stuff we made that we're making that we manufacture ourselves like the my pillow 2.0. You got your mattress toppers, uh, my pillow 2.0 mattress toppers now 100% made in the USA. The my pillow beds. I reverse engineer that. I went through every part of the about what you would put in a bed and say, "How is this going to help me? How is this going to help me?" I sleep on. I use my products. Um, it, you know, the, I wanted to improve um, your your sleep, and uh, so all these products we make in the USA, and then to have, and then to be attacked for your CEO speaking out about um, elections. Um, yeah, there we are. That's our outlet store. That's the inside of our. Uh, one end of our factory there, but the, this is our outlet store we have, and and uh, we're doing uh, we're doing great sales. By the way, 
Um, you know, Jack, you're, if you use the promo code POZO, they, uh, everybody, you can go to MyPillow.com, scroll down to the radio podcast specials and go in there and you're going to get uh, flippers for $39.98 with the promo code. You're going to get uh, towels for $29.98, the six-piece towel sets. You're going to get, um, um, we have a special out today with the Giza Dream Sheets. The Giza Dream Sheets, I just added that before coming on the show here, everybody. They're $59.98 for the queen size. And I know all of you out there bought them. This is the time you can buy when they remember they're $139.98 on sale for $89.98. Now, here for the audience out there right now, $59.98 for the queen size. King size, just $10 more, $69.98. So this is uh um it's very it's very exciting that people are responding, and uh, even and I know that um, um, you know a lot of them can't afford it right now with the economy the way it is. But uh, it's, we don't have any middlemen, Jack. So there's no middlemen between us anymore. Where we're going right to the consumer. Um, you know, we don't have the box stores. Usually, everybody takes fifty percent. So if you see something to sell for sixty dollars, um, they take thirty dollars of that. So. We're, you know, so I've had to shift my marketing plan so we can go right to the consumer, right to all of you. And and uh, you guys have responded. And that's why we've run these great sales. Everyone says, Mike, what are you going out of business? You're selling stuff for such low prices. No, I want to help people. And I do want to keep our volume up to keep all my employees employed. You know, you know, I have uh, um, we have careers at my pillow, not just jobs. I have people that have been with me 20 years and uh um, we once you're at my pillow, you know we, we the pay is great. We're, by the way, we're an employee-owned company. I just happen to be the highest stockholder. So it's a you know when these uh, like when these machine companies all came in and sued my pillow for billions of dollars. These guys, you know, they, this is what they live on through that their wages and their stock checks, and then they get sued for because their CEO wants to help secure our elections and save our country uh it's disgusting i when you talk about that um but we um you know we're getting through and i have two parallel tracks going right now one is uh you know i'm over here with the plan to secure our elections and you can all check that out at lindellplan.com that's lindellplan.com if you all check that out this this here um we've got the um if you get the frank social app you can watch real-time election crime uh it's like I, it's almost like an election app now you can see what's in your own area i have devices now that are going to it's all over the news um mike lindell is going to come or made his devices illegal in kentucky they don't even know what the devices are they're not they're not wi-fi sniffers they're not uh um, they're not illegal we've had lawyers and everything it was developed over a year ago they're just going to tell you tell these officials that reached out to me and said, hey, we'd like something because the machine companies say none of the machines are on the internet. And these machines or these devices will say if they're lying or not, that's all. It doesn't intrude into the election. Uh, it doesn't break in or hack in. And all it does is say, it's like if you have on your phone, which shows the different networks available, Wi-Fi networks available, which doesn't mean the machines necessarily are on this because on Wi-Fi just because there's a network available. What this does, if you had your own Wi-Fi network with the, with a password, 
it would tell you if other devices have hacked, or I mean, are hooked up to the network and that they are using it. And uh, so these, uh, I'm really excited about well, you know, that. You know, Mike, when we, um, oh, no, I was going to uh, say, when you know, back all the way back in 2016, I was running a thing. We had Citizens for Trump. It was a, you know, a, like a volunteer organization. And we were working with Roger Stone and we were going to do we were going to do exit polls. You know how people do the exit poll. They go into the polling place. They want an exit poll. And then you come out and you say, can I ask you some questions? Right. We, had people, we had volunteers with iPads. And it was you know the same way the Associated Press and Reuters and everybody does these things. And we were going to have volunteers go right. and do this. Mike, we got sued by the DNC. And at one point, we had a circuit court block us in five states on Election Day. <laughs> and here's here's what they said. They said that we were planning on intimidating voters because and that's wow. why we couldn't be there volunteering for this. I said, wait a minute. I just told you after they vote. We're going to do an opinion poll because we wanted the thought right. at the time. We wanted to fact check AP and Reuters right. and we wanted to do a better job. We did do a better job than them, by the way. And they right. said they were coming after us under the KKK Act of the 1800s and saying that we were intimidating ah. voters. They said, how could you intimidate a voter after they've already voted? Where's the intimidation? <laughs> they are, I said, I'm not going to talk to anybody Jack until is... after they have information then. We got it right. overturned. It's we got funny it overturned. you say that because... Yeah, it's funny you say that because here's Kentucky. When I announced these devices in at my summit in August, uh, that's for the attacks. They just turned up the attacks on me. But here's Kentucky saying, uh, well, we're not going to allow these devices in, and they don't even know what they are. But, but Jack, I went around the media because the media was going, you know, Mike Lindell's going to have people come walking in, and you could get them in your pockets, and you could hide the devices. This is not what we're doing at all, everybody. We we have clerks from around the country that are in charge of their elections. These are the election clerks that have are responsible for the election. And the machine companies have lied to them and said, our machines aren't online. They don't have modems. They're not online. All machine companies have told them that. So they've reached out to us and say, hey, can I get a device that will show me if these, if these fire up and go online? That's all it is. We're giving it to them. No, and, and uh, it'll be funny when their reports come out. Mike, we have a quick, we got a quick break coming up. Yeah. Quick break coming up, 30 seconds. Hold that because I want to make sure that we finish your thought there so people could actually understand what this process is. They're going to accuse, they're going to accuse Mike of the same thing. They're going to say it's, it's voter intimidation. They're going to file lawsuits. They're going to do all this all because we want to understand what's going on in our elections on election day. They talk about influencers. These are influencers, and uh, they're friends of mine. Jack Rusovic. Where's Jack? Jack. He's done a great job. All right, Jack, so back live, Human Events Daily. We're talking with Mike Lindell. You know, everybody's listening. One of the hottest podcasts right now is the Huberman Lab. Andrew Huberman, the new, you know, cure diseases, cure everything. And you know what Huberman says, because it's all about health, wellness, lifestyle. The main thing that he keeps bringing everybody back to, believe it or not, is a good night's sleep. He talks about this constantly about how it's so important for all whether you're trying to do muscle growth, if you're, you know, if you're lifting, if you're working out, if you want endurance, if you want just just to have a better energy set for the day because the 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 average person, the average American these days, 4 hours, 5 hours, 6 hours, especially like I got little kids, I get it. Okay, I get it. But the better 
quality sleep you can have that will give you better energy and actually better health for your life. And I said, well, you know who's been saying that all along? It's Mike Lindell. And now Mike is trying to come in and actually see if we can do anything. After he improved our sleep, he's trying to improve our elections. And wouldn't you know they're trying to stop him from doing that too? Right, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I can kind of follow through and tell everybody this plan we have. You know, we've been around... Over the last two and a half years, my group, I have like 300,000 people in the cause of America. And, and we've been around to all the counties of the, over the last couple, two and a half years. We found out that there's people that voted in the county, every county that, don't, that do not live there. But they didn't actually vote. Their names were pulled from the voter rolls by computers. You have um, um, people that were deceased that voted. You have all these computers involved. Well, we went, to, we, we went around to all the clerks, 3,143 and many of them have committed now to go to paper ballots, hand counted. But a lot of them had pushback saying, well, our machines aren't online. And it'll take too long to do a paper ballot, hand counted. And all these excuses they had. So what we're doing with the plan, everybody, they know we're giving them these devices for free. So they, the ones that have asked for it across all 50 states for this upcoming November 7th election. And... They're going to have these devices. They're going to catch they're going to, when these devices or when these uh, machines go online, whether it's a polling book, whether it's a router, whatever it goes online, the computer, the printer, beep, 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 it's going to be like a red alert. Now, they're going to see that. And by the way, all of you at home can get the Frank Social app. And there it's like you're going to watch everything unfold in real time. It's like a real-time election app. Uh, and real-time crime stream, I call it, real-time election crime. Now, you can put in your area and see what's going on in your area because you're going to get all these anomalies reported to you, and you're going to sit in your easy chair and go, wow, okay, so we're going to educate everybody and inform everybody what's really going on this fall in a couple weeks now. Now, what does this no. all do, And people ask? Well, what it's going to do is after this fall's election, we're going to return to all those counties in the whole country and we're going to go to them and say, in light of the now you know these machines are cooked up to the internet. They are they do go online, and um, and we we want we as the people want to get to go to paper ballots hand counted, and and now those clerks are going to ask questions like, well, it's going to take too long. No, we've already done it. We did a hand counted paper ballot system that we developed uh, in Osage County, Missouri earlier this year. And Democrats and Republicans worked together, and it was done about the same time as the machines with 100% accuracy. Well, um, what kind of system is it? Well, it's better than UK, Netherlands, France, and Germany. I've met with them all. This hand-counted paper ballot system is even better than theirs. It's the best ever developed, I believe. And then if they say, well, it's going to cost so much. No, it's 10 times cheaper for your county. So what this becomes, Jack, is basically a sale... It enhances our sales pitch uh, after this election because we're going to have proof of concept with everything. We're going to catch them in their lies that they say their machines are not online. And one of the biggest things, too, everybody, is if we got so much pushback from the from the uniparty Republicans over the last two and a half years, they've been my biggest blockers, bar none. Your Rassenbergers, your Robin Vosses of Wisconsin, the, and blockers that block us at every level to get to secure our elections. Well, that all changed in August when the RNC did a resolution, put out a resolution for paper ballots, hand counted, same day voting 
precinct level and signature required, everybody. So now when a Republican says to us, well, I really like the machines, I want to keep them and I don't want to I don't want to do paper ballot stuff. I'm going, well, what do you mean? This is what the resolution said. Are you one of them? Why are you why do you not want to secure our election? Even the Democrats want to secure the elections. All people want secure election. The ones that don't want secure elections are the uniparty and the deep state that's taken over our country. And uh, and we have to save our country and secure our elections. And I believe that this yes. plan will do that. Yes. And we've got we've got the resources, the people, everything. We've got everything going on. So it's, it's, it's looking good. Mike, what do you think of the um, so we have, you know, obviously just get your comment on on since you mentioned the Uniparty, you mentioned D.C. Uh, we got a new speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. He's up. He's out of Louisiana. Do you have any thoughts on him? What's your what's your read on him so far? I, I am very happy. I do so much in Louisiana. That's one of the big three states this fall that uh, uh, the governor's race there, Louisiana, Kentucky and Mississippi, we're going to head into. But uh, I've talked to I have so many connections to Louisiana and everybody really likes him. And. I, I don't think I could have turned out better, everybody. I, I really think that uh, uh, this is like a mini miracle, and this is well on our way. We're going to look back and see all these things had to unfold just the way they did, and also on God's timing, not our timing. And uh, I am always perfect. It's one of the. the um, I think we'll look back, and this will be one of the biggest wins um, uh, leading up to uh, the future elections. Oh, that's huge because, I mean, and, and I went back and looked and I said there was some stuff. He had some BLM comments that I wasn't so sure about. But then when I looked on on Johnson's record when it came to the election, he was right there on January 6, 2021, and was one of the people that raised his hand. And when they brought it up again, what did they tell me? Told him to shut up. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I did right. like that. I, mean, I like he, that. In, you know, had that Lindell you know, energy. That's how we test pop. That's how we test politicians nowadays. I, I went around and said, do you think there's any problems with our election platforms? Do you think the election was stolen? And if they say, no, there's no problems, you're out because everybody knows there's problems. 72% of the people in the United States don't trust our elections right now. They need to be fixed. They need to be secured. And this guy, we, you know, he's uh, he'll be well on the way to, uh, we'll be able to finally have another place, I think, to bring all the all the evidence that we do have on secure elections and be able to bring it now maybe to Congress, wouldn't that be a change um, instead of being blocked by Republicans? Um, you know, Jack, it's really funny. The uh, for two decades, the uh, Democrats wanted the machines out of and computers out of our elections, and uh, and the Republicans blocked it and blocked it. This is one of the biggest things that has surprised me over the last two and a half years is how much we get blocked by what I consider my party, but I found out it's more of a uniparty. Now we have people in there, like this guy that's in now, with the uh, Speaker of the House. You guys, what's going to happen is you have all these, I call them the cowards of the Republicans that didn't want to speak up and didn't want to, um, I think they're going to start speaking up now. I really do. Um, that they have, that right from the top, you're going to have somebody wanting to make change and, to, and good change. Cutting promos for Big Johnson up there. So, so because because you know, Mike, what you should have done, by the way, what you should have done is just go to the Democrats and say, 
hey, I'm worried that Russia is hacking our elections. We can't let right. Russia <laughs> and Putin get into the machines, right, guys? That's right, why right, we have right. to disconnect them so the Russians get that. That's all you got to say. Then suddenly the Democrats will go, wait a minute. Hey, because that's, right. that's <laughs> what they all said. That's what Kamala Harris and there was the whole kill chain documentary they that HBO that. had to drop Obama because they all said it. Yeah, Amy Klobuchar, my own senator from Minnesota, all the Democrats for... And for two decades, they've been saying, hey, you know, you go back to 16 and everything on the movie Kill Chain. The movie Kill Chain, it was all the Democrats. I play on my show every day. You know, I'll play it at least once a week. Um, it's Democrat after Democrat after Democrat. Like the loop. Yeah, five yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Saying, what we got to get rid of the computers. We got to stop the machines. We got to, you know, you can hack into them. And, you know, I tell everybody, you know, our elections are deemed critical infrastructure probably the most critical we have and everybody's realizing that if you don't have if you don't have an election if you end up with the selection look what the manifestation of a stolen election is and and so we need to get look we, we talk about our energy that. grid we talk we talk about our energy grid as being national security infrastructure we talk about our highways our our transportation systems our airports all the security you have at an airport of course why wouldn't an election system be also considered one of the highest national security pieces of infrastructure that we have in our country. It doesn't make any sense. And by the way, other countries do consider it that. Absolutely, they do. And and it just amazes me how for almost three years now, uh, nobody wants to call them out and say, let's look and see what's inside these computers. Let's check it out. Let's see what's inside the machine. Let's dig into this. Maybe these election deniers have something here, they call it. These election deniers. I got. A, I had ABC call me yesterday, and they they rarely call. And I did a 15 minute interview, and I said, you know, you guys can sit here and attack me all the time, saying, well, Mike wants Donald Trump in so bad, he's willing to lose, spend 60 million dollars, and lose everything he has because he wants him back in so bad. I, you know, what I want? I want our elections secured. That's what it's become. When I got that evidence back in 2021 early 2021, I, you know, this is a, a hacked into our elections. We need to secure our election platform. That's what it's all about going forward. Yeah, then that's what it's all about. Maybe someday saving the country. Someone... Yeah. Saving the yeah, country. We Mike, the country. We've only got about we one, shot we've only got this, one minute. We've got one shot, you know, and uh, we've only and got one, say, Jack, one minute people... left with you. But so uh, just get, just if you can give us your final thought on that uh, before we have to wrap up. Yeah, you guys, and if you all do want to learn what the plan is, this really does secure our election. Go to lindellplan.com. You can even help out there if you want. You can get involved actively, physically. Uh, you can put in resources, but lindellplan.com. It's been worked on for over a, uh, basically three years now. Everything has come down to this. So, you know, you can help out there. And I want to say one more thing, too. If you want to help my company, please keep uh, purchasing our stuff. Use that promo code POZO. Go to MikePillow.com. That's right. Never, never promo code Tanya, right? We don't use promo code Tanya, my wife's promo code. Never, <laughs> ever. Right, Mike? <laughs> when, Somebody when said that the pillows use. were fluffier. Some people said they were yeah. fluffy if you use promo code Tanya. I say no, it's promo code POSO gets you the best pillows, mypillow.com. God bless you, Mike. That's a patriot. That's a real American right there, folks. In my ear about the boring people at your office, I'm trying to listen to the new human events with Jack Pazubik.
All right, folks, we're back. Jack Rosobic, Human Events Daily, live here in Washington, D.C. Let me tell you something. I'm the kind of guy who likes to know where my food comes from. And today's episode sponsor, Moink Box. That's a place that will let you know. They come from small family farms all across the country. You can help save those very family farms and, by the way, get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the Moink movement today. Moink runs their businesses from a town of 97 people in Newark, Missouri, and they're helping save our tradition, our values, and helping save rural America with every order. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. You choose the meat delivered in every box, like ribeyes, chicken breasts, pork chops, salmon fillets, and the best bacon. We had the sausage last night. This was like cheese-infused sausage, Tanya made it. I gobbled that thing up while we were carving jack-o'-lanterns with the boys. They tried to get some. I said, no, get out of here. I actually used the pumpkin knife at one point because Jack-Jack was trying to get at it. And I, was, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hit him, all right, police? All right, I didn't hit him. I'm just saying. Back away from my moink box. Support American farmers by signing up at moinkbox.com slash poso right now, and the Human Events audience will get a free year of ground beef. That's one year of the best ground beef you will ever taste. But for a limited time, spelled moinkbox.com slash poso. That's moinkbox.com slash poso. Very excited now to bring in our next guest. It is the president. She is the president of Knox Strategies, Erica Knight. She's got a new op-ed that's coming up on humanevents.com, which is honestly so important for us to get into right now. Erica, welcome to Human Events. Tell us what you're writing on and tell us why it's so important. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. So I, you know, have really just been watching all of the chaos that's been happening this week. You know, we've had the speaker debacle, which I mean, I know you've tweeted about 500 times and we're in a war and all of that. And it's just very, very interesting because I wanted to really share and break it down from a communications perspective because our image right now is just absolutely terrible. And unfortunately, all of this chaos at home puts us just as the laughingstock of the world stage. And it's really sad and it's really embarrassing for us as a nation. And I mean, the world looks at us, the world looks at weakness and what do they think? You know, people say this all the time, weakness invites aggression. That is the message that we're sending overseas. And that's something that we really need to pull it together and fix. Well, I think that's right. And because there's, and, and, and here's something that you know, and I'm very critical of neoconservatives on this platform and all of my platforms. Uh, you mentioned I, I do have a little little bit of a habit on on social media, but <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to neocons, what they will say is, and you see this with neolibs as well, for like like Biden, they'll say mm -hmm. we need to project strength abroad, and the only way they can perceive of projecting strength over abroad is by waging war with country after country after country. So picking a war with Russia and Ukraine, that's showing strength. Um, now we're hearing the sabers rattling. Tablet Mag got a piece up yesterday talking about potential, oh, oh I don't know, um, you, you know, um, these, uh, these uh, preemptive strikes on Tehran. So we're just going to go strike Tehran. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll run into another ground invasion there. People talking about, oh, we need to go after China before they go after ta all of these things. But we used to have somebody in office from 2016 to 2020 who projected strength, but was able to do so without 
starting wars. And that's actually something completely different, isn't it, Erica? Absolutely. I mean, we really need to take serious note that this never would have happened under President Trump and because he never would have let them get away with it. He knows what it means to hold our adversaries accountable. He knows what it means to send a direct and powerful message so they know not to mess with him. I mean, I if you want to break that down into very simple terms, you're you're a dad. You have young kids, right? You've got a couple boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have three little boys. What do they do when they want something or they're trying to get away with something? They will push you and they will push you and see what they can get away with. If you're on a conference call, what are they going to think? It's time to go get the ice cream. You know what they do? They smell weakness and they take advantage of it. And it is the same exact thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so true. And with our that's so true. No, that's that, of, of all the analogies, that one hits me because they do it. They, the yeah. little children can smell, they can sense it. They know when you're in a moment of weakness, they know, or yeah. the best one, not just when you're in the middle of something, but when you're, when you're kind of tired, when you're, oh, when yeah. you just don't want to deal with it, when they can sense the weakness and that's when they pounce. That's when it's yep. daddy, I want another ice cream bar. Daddy, I want one of this. Exactly. And it, and it, and it almost, it almost is enough to make you go and say, all right, just, just take it, right? Just take right, it because you want to stop. But it. that no never happens with me, not with daddy. That happens maybe maybe with another parent in my household who shall remain nameless that happens, right. but not with daddy because I'll have the two of them looking at me. One of them wants something on the TV. The another one wants a little dessert, and they're daddy, 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 daddy. daddy. I look at them and I say, boy, sounds like you guys got a problem. Sounds like you guys got, need to figure know. something out because I ain't they doing it. They know what they can get away with, and if they don't think yes. that they can get away with it, they are not going to do it. And when our president is a cognitive wreck that doesn't know, that can't even walk up a staircase, when our DOD's biggest job is fighting the weather, when the FBI knows about active shooters, yet they would rather prosecute moms in the PTA, the world knows they smell our weakness and they're gonna strike. I mean, President Trump would have had these leaders. I mean, what did he do? He saw a leader, took a drone, and blew his head off. You didn't see this. It's not he a turned him into Pico de Gallo. You what? And well, I, I always say he turned Soleimani into Pico de Gallo. Exactly. And it's exactly. It's it's this is what people don't understand. It's that you can achieve these peace deals. You can achieve peace deals like the Abraham Accords. You can you can get anyone to sit down and write a piece of paper. That's not hard. What's hard is actually maintaining the peace and maintaining that level of trust. This is what Trump was able to do through his actions. I call it peace through savagery, where it's yep. it's it's very simple, right? Number one, yep. you are constantly threatening everyone all the time about everything. Number yep. two, you occasionally assassinate somebody, so occasional assassinations. And then number three, frequent peace deals. The Abraham Accords never would have worked had he not conducted those military operations, not just Soleimani, it was Baghdadi, uh, you had other other operations, you know, basically just wiping out all of ISIS completely and then, go, and then going around the Middle East saying, do you want to be next or would you rather sign a piece of paper? It's as simple as that, right? And people say, oh, that's mafioso tactics, that's cartel tactics. It's like, well, it works. It works. I mean, it's the same thing with your children and you know you can threaten them and you can threaten them all day and at some point you really you got to break something and let them know some you mean point, business some point I mean, you got to go and put them on time out the timeout's exactly. got to be there 
Exactly. And they have to know that, you know, you can make a threat and make a threat, but you, if they think that you're going to follow through, if they think you're going to blow somebody's head off, I mean, these are, I mean, these are major terrorist leaders. They don't want their heads blown off. And so, but if they sense the weakness and know they can get away with it, Joe Biden is not going to drone strike a terrorist. I mean, like I said, he can't even walk up a staircase and he did it too. I mean, you have to understand like people are all up in arms about $6 billion being unfrozen. I mean, what about the, they're making their money on oil. I mean, President Trump had their net exports down to almost zero in that field. Like, where do you think we're getting our energy now that we're over here fighting the weather and not drilling at home? They're getting all the money. It's, it's exactly they're getting right. rich. They're they're getting the money, and then Qatar because and by the way, they're having outflows through this, and you can put it all together. And and we're got about a minute left until the break here. But the way it works is so because this 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 is what Biden has done. All right, this has been Biden's administration's policies. They've reduced our ability to produce more here at home while consumption has risen. So we are still not a at a net gain from where we were under Trump. Then isolating Russia from the oil and gas market around the world. Who is that benefited? Oh, it's benefited Iran because Iran, Qatar, these other countries, they're coming up and picking up the slack from the Russian oil and gas that was kicked out. Do 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 we do, do they think that we're not that we're stupid that we can't see that Iran is backfilling the oil through Azerbaijan. Those pipelines are going to the EU. Qatar with, what, 12, uh, 12 to 15% of the world's LNG that's backfilling the Russian orders to the European Union right now. This is all intrinsically connected. And you said, oh, we don't want to deal with Putin anymore. We don't want to deal with Putin because that cheap gas, we don't like him because he's anti-democratic, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, guess what? Now who are we enabling? Who are we giving money to? Who are we allowing more money to get to? because we didn't want to deal with Putin, because we couldn't take that gas, because he's anti-democracy. Now, who's benefiting? The Iranians, the Qataris, right? Understand, all of this is linked. Cherche le petrol, look for the gas. It's as simple as that. Come back next with more Eric Knight. I'm always listening to Human Events with Jack Posobiec. All right, Jack, we're back here at Human Events Live. We're discussing the situation on how to deal with terrorism, how to deal with people who are essentially forcing their will on you, whether it be geopolitics, whether it be terrorism, or whether it be uh, parenting, because it is how you deal with your children, whether you give them incentives. If you compromise, if you negotiate, they will win. But Erica, so we started the show with this this huge piece that the editorial board at humanevents.com put up where it says, it's time for centrists to get off the fence and help us build the wall. And what it means, a little bit tongue in cheek, but what it means there is to say, it's, it's all well and good that you guys have sort of turned the corner on Biden, you're criticizing him, and in many cases also admitting that Trump was right on the vast majority of his policies throughout his administration, but you killed the messenger despite the message, to use Barry Weiss's words. Erica, when it comes to these types of, of situations, I say, okay, good, but I feel like it's almost not good enough because if you're just criticizing Biden, but not actually getting in the fight and saying, I'm gonna vote for Trump and saying that publicly, is it really changing anything or is it just kind of being on the sidelines? I mean, there's a couple things here. One, this is what the Democrats are very, very 
good at. They pick their leader and they rally behind them. I mean, I can't even imagine the fact that you have this many people that look at the degenerate disaster of a president and are willing to support him and are willing to support his run. But that's who they have decided that their leader is. And they, come hell or high water, are going to get behind him and support him. And I mean... We can't even, obviously, it's become very, very clear. Every poll, every debate, every, you know, fundraising. President Trump is the leader of the Republican Party. That's it. And we need everybody around us to, I mean, cut it out and get behind him. Because all we're doing right now is wasting time and, you know, continuing to let the world laugh at us like there's no point in having another debate there's no point in continuing any of this charade we need to stand behind him we need to come together and we need to start fighting the rest of the world do you think uh do you think that these these kids we saw one candidate perry johnson dropped out this week endorsed trump what do you think some of these other candidates are are doing when it comes to this you're in the business uh, we, we've all seen the polls. We've seen the early state polls. It doesn't seem to me like any of the non-Trump candidates have a path to victory at this point. Uh, they say, oh, we'll consolidate the field. But you can't consolidate when there's less than 50 percent. It's still going to be less than 50 percent. So you, you're still going to lose, even if it's just one on one. And also, that's not how elections work anyway. So what do you really think is is driving so much of this? I mean, one thing that you got to take into consideration is that there's a lot of money in politics. There are a lot of consultants. There are a lot of super PACs. There are so many different organizations that most people don't even pay attention to and that you really wouldn't unless you see the ins and outs of a campaign. But there are a lot of people that continue to make a lot of money. The more money these people spend running, the more money they make. And I mean, truthfully, that's what I think it is about. I mean, obviously, there's that another tier of that where you have, you know, most of these people call the debates like the race to second place. I don't know. I mean, I don't I'd love to hear your opinion on if you think President Trump will even consider running with any of these people. But I mean, I think it's money. And I think that a lot of people are greedy. And I think and I hope that at some point that we'll realize cut it out. I mean, I saw a couple weeks ago, there was somebody that took their pack, they had a whole pack for DeSantis. And they cut it off and put it towards President Ed Trump. Rollins. We need more of that. Yeah, that was that was Ed Rollins. Um, he was a guy who had worked for Reagan, also worked for Ross Perot in the past. He was run. He was he was actually the guy that ran the original draft. I think it was Draft Ron is what they called it. Uh, DraftRon.com, and he shut down the entire thing and said, "No, it's it's this this is over. Uh, we tried. It's it's not going to happen anymore." And and we've heard it, by the way, on the donor side as well when it comes to money. And and we've had. Uh, no fair share of guests on this program basically predicting this, that at the end of the day, if you can't fund your campaign, if you haven't built out the amount of support network that you need for people who are willing to write checks to you at levels with which can sustain you through the primary, then you're not going to win. All right, that's that's just sort of the, the underbelly of politics. But President Trump has been able and has been able to maintain a massive list of small dollar donors. Everybody knows this. These are not maxed out uh, mega donors. This isn't the super PAC world. This is moms, dads, grandmoms, 
grandpas. This is the deplorables, the men and women who work very hard every single day to keep this country running, and they are sick and tired of the games that are played in Washington and actually want to find someone who can do something about it, someone who's not paid off, and by the way, someone, and I'm just gonna say it, someone who actually talks about the American people like they are number one. These other politicians, I'm telling you, it sounds like they think that they're representing the people of foreign countries. Oh, there's this war, oh, there's this one, we gotta send money here, we gotta send money here, take care of these people. Well, they make a what lot about of money the American on people? Numbers. What about the American people? Do you think, so think that's your theory? You think there's money driving all that? I mean, that's probably a whole other conversation, but yeah, I mean, look at like, follow where they own stock, follow, you know, all of those things, follow where their spouses own stock. There's a lot of money to be made in war. Most people in Congress and in the Senate leave much richer than when they go in. Why do you think that is? Based. All I got to say is based. Look, and, and we can see in so many of these cases, there's, there's, you know, Unusual Whales on X is a great account to follow for all for tracking all of this on both sides, by the way, because there will be people yeah. on on both sides of the aisle, whether it be the Senate or whether it be the House, that suddenly they magically make all of these trades right before one of these wars kicks sure. off. As if, as if somehow they've got, I don't know, inside information because of their position. I mean, I mean, not that they would conduct any insider trading or anything. That, that'd just be crazy. No. I know. Yeah. Erica, this has been a fantastic interview. Thank you so much for joining us. What are your coordinates? Where can people go to follow you? And, uh, and remind people the name of that title because I know we're going to get it up very quickly here at humanevents.com. <laughs> yeah, you can follow up. My website is knockstrategies.com. Um, you can find me, Erica Knight, on Truth Social. That's probably the best place uh, to hear me sounding off if you uh, if you want to do that. All right, Erica Knight, go read her column, humanevents.com. We're trying to do everything we can, by the way, to get our columnists more airtime here on the show. We try to time it out so that when somebody writes something, that it drops, you get them on at the same time. Doesn't always work the best. Doesn't always work the best. But I just like to say, folks, you heard it here, that Mike Lindell told you, he told you, that promo code POSO is better than promo code. I even heard that promo code Tanya got, got discontinued. I heard that. I don't know if that's true, but I heard that, that it got discontinued. So we're very sorry, terribly sorry what happened to promo code Tanya. Of course, promo code POSO will prevail.